to be with you today, and God's dropped something in my heart to encourage you with. And some of you watching right now, you're struggling on some different things. You don't understand what's going on. You're having some hardships and some difficulties, and you've been crying out to God, and you're like, why, why, why is this going on? In Isaiah 55, verse 9, it says, As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. And God wants you to know that he's very, very aware of what you're going through. He knows the beginning from the end. He knows the middle. He sees all of it. And his ways are higher than your ways. You don't have to depend on your efforts and your thinking to figure it out. You can trust in him. So get on the phone. We want to pray for you that God would guide you, that you would hear him clearly and well. Or get on the website. We want to pray for you. We like it. It's an honor for us. And mom, I know that God's ways are definitely higher than our ways. Well, they certainly are, because the things he will tell me to do, mm -hmm. I think, no, mm -hmm. that's not the way I would normally yep. think. Yep. I, I need God's thoughts. Yep. And again, perhaps you're thinking things that are so negative. The Lord really dealt with me the other day. I was on the treadmill, and he said, I was meditating on negative things. I don't know why on a treadmill I seem to want to meditate on negative things. He said, why don't you meditate on my word, meditate on the good things I'm doing? Yeah. I thought, yes, yes, yes. So today you may think, I'm I'm really meditating on wrong things. Living in the Word, remember, meditating on the Word will bring the miraculous. Now watch this. Watch this, because this is how you impart a blessing. How do you take a blessing you have and impart it to someone else? You would love it. Of course, when you go to the blessing, you have to look at Jacob. Because when Jacob and Esau were born, God gave a revelation to their mother and said to Rachel, and he said, the younger will rule over the elder. So there was a prophetic word, a prophetic blessing. So when they're born, Esau's born first, Jacob is second, but Rachel knew, and I believe, you know, uh, that, I'm sorry, uh, Rebecca knew, and I believe Isaac knew about which was to be the blessed one. But Isaac kind of got out of sync, and he liked Esau better. And Esau, and I understand, Esau was more manly. He liked to hunt. He really could make good stew, probably green chili. And so it was a real wonderful thing he had with his son. But Jacob, he kind of hung out with his mother, but he is the one prophesied to have the blessing. So now it's time for the blessing, and Isaac is setting up Esau to get the spoken blessing. Now that's not God's will. That's not the prophetic blessing, but he decided to make it his will. So Esau goes to get the food, and he's going to come back to be blessed. Oh, my goodness. Rebecca hears it. She's just so upset. Oh, she said, you know, we got to get Jacob in there. And so she decides to help God. How many of you ever helped God? Oh, God, you really need my help. It's not happening, so I'll help you bring this prophecy to pass. I've been there, done that. And so she has Jacob go in and pretend he's Esau. And Isaac blesses him. And then Esau comes in, and Isaac sees he is really deceived. Ugh. So it's really a bad situation, bad circumstance. And Esau cries out and says, where is my blessing? And this is what Isaac said. Then Isaac trembled exceedingly and said, who? Where is the one who hunted game and brought it to me? I ate all of it before you came, and I have blessed him, and indeed he shall be. He said, I can't take it back. And once we begin to speak the blessings of God, 
Folks, they're out there working for us. They are cooking. Amen. And when he said, surely blessing he will bless me, and surely multiplying he will multiply me, I have said that for 30 years, and I'm still blessed. Still multiplying. So stand up. You might as well get blessed for 30 years. Are you ready? All right, here we go. Those of you watching on television, do this now. Don't forget to call us. Say, Father, Father I'm speaking the blessing today. Surely, surely, not maybe, surely, blessing you will bless me, and multiplying you will multiply me. Amen. Amen. You can be seated. Now remember, that's out there working. Those words are working. They're so powerful. So let's go on. The blessing was irrevocable. But then I didn't see this before. And this is what I like about reading through your Bible every year. You always get new things. And I found out he blessed him again. I didn't know Isaac blessed Jacob, or I didn't realize it twice. So Jacob is going to go be with his mother's people because Esau is going to kill him if he can. And so he's getting ready to flee. Oh, Isaac says, oh, I want to bless your future here. You got some real bad things going on, but I'm going to send you forth with a blessing. And folks, this touches me because this could have been very disappointing to Isaac. He could have said, well, Jacob, go on. You've been so stupid. You deceived me. You know, go out there and do your thing. But he blessed him when he left. When your children disappoint you, when your grandchildren disappoint you, do you curse them or bless them? He sent him forth with a blessing. And so he went forth with that blessing. Now, if anybody in the Bible knew the power of blessing, it's Jacob. <clears throat> he cheated to get it. He wanted the blessing. Now God does bless him while he's with Laban. He leaves. At that time, he had 11 children. And he is to go back. God told him, go back. He has to face Esau. <laughs> and that was not a happy situation. Esau is coming with all of these people. And Jacob has an all-night prayer meeting. And in the all-night prayer meeting, an angel comes and wrestles with him, really wrestles with him. And he tells the angel finally, the angel says, let me go. Then what does Jacob say? Come on. What does Jacob say? What does Jacob say? I won't let you go until you bless me. Now, folks, I'm going to tell you, you hang on to get the blessings. Don't get stupid and say, well, it hasn't happened yet, so forget it. Throw it out the window. You can lose your blessing if you don't hang on. Everybody say, hang on. Because there are things God has ahead for us, and if we just throw them out the window, we will never get them. Is that true? And sometimes it's a real wrestling thing, but Jacob didn't care. He wanted the blessing more than anything. Everybody say, the blessing. And then, now watch this. In Genesis 48 and 49, what does he do when he's dying? Did he say, well, I'm dying and I've had a good life, bye-bye? No, he blessed each of his children individually. Come on, is that true? Because he knew the power of blessing. He wasn't going to leave this earth until he had spoken the blessing, imparted the blessing for each child. Folks, people say to me, well, you know, I'm getting old. Well, this is your opportunity to speak blessing. I don't know what's going to happen. Hey, shut up. This is your opportunity to speak blessing. 
Speak blessings over people. Don't speak curses. And you see things are going badly? Speak blessing. I have a friend. They pastor a big church in Pennsylvania. And uh, they're from Mennonite background. Eleven children. And, you know, they wear the little hats the women do and so on. And his mother went to a spirit-filled church and got spirit-filled. Came home, told the father, and the father was not happy. But eventually he got spirit-filled. And so she began praying over her 11 children. And gradually they began to get saved. And four of them uh, went to Rama. Six of them are in full-time ministry today. That's not shabby out of 11 children. And then the father is dying. So what did he do? He said, oh, you know, I, I'm not going out of this life in despair. I'm going to speak blessing. So he called all 11 children home. Two of them were backslidden. And he spoke blessings over them. And he spoke their future over them. Because blessings are irrevocable. Is that true? And he spoke the blessings of God. And those who were backslidden came back to God. And look at his fruit. And I thought, wow, Jacob, if anybody knew how important blessings were, he did. And he spoke them, imparted them over his children. Now the next one I want to go to is my favorite. And this is Jesus. Jesus speaking blessings. It is so unique. I love this. And this comes out of the Sermon on the Mount. I just read this this week. I really enjoy it. And so I'm reading this, you know, how he said, those that mourn will be comforted, all these wonderful things. But it stood out to me what he said to his disciples because he's sitting teaching his disciples. Now this is at the beginning. This is not at the very end. This is at the beginning. He's discipling them. He's mentoring them. This is a wonderful time. And he said to them, you, look what I have here, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Now, wait a minute. Do these 12 disciples look like the salt of the earth? I don't think so. You got Peter. You got some real stuff in there. Is that true? And he's looking at them and he says, you're the salt of the earth. You're the light of the world. What's he doing? Come on, tell me, what's he doing? He's imparting a blessing. He called things that are not as though they Exactly. He imparted it. Oh, and you know, when you listen to all of this and you read all this, it is so wonderful because Judas he lost, but all the others... I mean, they were apostles, and they attacked the world. Uh, Lisa Thomas, where are you? Stand up. Lisa Thomas is here. She's one of our partners who had a healing from cancer. And uh, so interesting, they're from India. Strong family. Is it 12 physicians in your family? Ten. Ten. Ten physicians in your family. So when she got cancer, they all got together. They began praying, believing God. God healed her miraculously. Hallelujah. But her last name is Thomas. And so I've heard this story. So I asked her again about it. I said, what part of India are you from? The southern part. I said, isn't that the part 
where history says the Apostle Thomas went and preached? She said, yes. And I said, wasn't he martyred there? Yes, they have a memorial to him. And I thought, Thomas, remember doubting Thomas? Honey, that's believing Thomas. And he said some doubting things, but Jesus said, you're the salt of the earth. You're the light of the world. Notice her last name. Most of the Christians' last name in South India are Thomas. Amen! Everyone wants to know how to. How do you break the curse? How do you impart the blessing? How to is so important. And that's why I'm making my Imparting the Blessing series my special thank you for your gift of any amount this month. It's a three-CD set of teachings in which I take you to the Word, show you how to break generational curses, and start generational legacy of blessings. Here's more information about this resource and how to get it. For a limited time, Marilyn Hickey's three-CD teaching titled Imparting the Blessing is our special thank you for your gift of any amount. As you give, you'll be helping to make it possible to keep this kind of teaching coming to you and to your neighbors and friends. Imparting the blessing will open your eyes to the reality of generational curses and reveal the very powerful, very biblical keys to living in the freedom and blessings Jesus died to bring us and show you how to extend that blessing to your family. It's yours right now when you simply call or go online and share a gift of any amount. And if you can plant a seed of $50 or more, we'll also send you Maryland's eye-opening book, which will take you even higher and deeper into this neglected subject. Finally, if you're able to share a gift of $1,000 or more, we want to express our thanks by sending you a beautifully framed noted page from Marilyn Hickey's Personal Study Bible. Be a vital part of all God is doing through these outreaches and share in the spiritual rewards for every life touched. As you give by phone or online, request these resources on breaking generational curses and get started establishing your own legacy of blessing today. that blessing is. And then Jesus speaking over Peter. You know, I'll never deny you. Oh, if I die, but I'd never deny you. Jesus said, yeah, you will. <laughs> You'll deny me three times. But Peter, he didn't leave him there. And we have to acknowledge their faults sometimes with us, things we have to deal with, things we have to deal with, family, children, employers, employees. We have to deal with them. 
but can we speak life into them? Do we just correct? He corrected Peter. Yeah, you're going to deny me three times. But he said, Peter, when you're converted, strengthen the brethren. What did he speak? Come on, tell me. Well, yeah, you're going to blow it, and, and we are going to blow it. But he spoke what? Blessing. And doesn't Peter help you? How many of you have ever read First and Second Peter? Man, what a blessing he spoke over Peter. And what a blessing Peter is to us today. He strengthens me. When I read Peter, First and Second Peter, it's so strengthening. It's still happening. Jesus spoke it. So that's very key for us today, speaking the blessing, imparting the blessing. Now, let's talk about the curse. You say, well, I've had a lot of negative things said about me. Yeah, who hasn't? Well, you know, my parents said I was stupid. I always would be. You know, and I've had employers say I'm a jerk. And I've had Christians who mishandled me. So, tell me something new. And, you know, I don't feel I deserve all the bad words that have been spoken over me. Tell me something new. Everybody's had bad words spoken over them. Any one of you here say, I've never had a bad word spoken. If you raised your hand, we'd pray for you for lying. You're absolutely not right. <laughs> so, what do you do? Because every day, practically, we hear some negative words. Well, you can't do that. That'll never work. What makes you think that you've got the wisdom to do that? Your IQ isn't that high. Blah, 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 blah. But you know, folks, the Bible tells us what to do to reverse negative words. And I have it right here for you. And those of you who are watching, I want you to call for your prayer request now. Give, leave us your prayer request. In Romans 12, 14, it says, Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. So do you curse them back? Well, I'm not appreciated. No, what do you do? Come on, tell me what do you do? If you want to reverse the curse of negative words, you bless the people who spoke them. Oh, you say, oh, no, I want to slap them. No, that won't reverse the curse. Slapping doesn't reverse. Blessing reverses. And what you bless can bless you. And that is very key for us this morning. So I'm going to ask you to stand again. And I'm going to just ask you to take a few moments and just think about people who have spoken negative words over you. Probably not hard to remember because they hurt. Think about people maybe who recently have said some things. You feel very rejected by it. But could we turn the circumstance around? Could we? Yes. Could we? Yes. We can. You know, the Muslims have said, you know, we hate women, we hate Christians, but I always say they love me, and I love them, and they do. But I've been saying it for 20 years. So, I mean, those blessings are just attacking me now. Amen? So we're going to say it. We're going to believe God that those negative things that have been spoken against us, perhaps by family, relatives, neighbors, that we're going to break that because we're going to bless them instead of cursing them. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Yes. 
because this turns a circumstance around believe me because blessings are irrevocable it turns it around so don't you leave here and say ugly things about them and don't you think ugly thoughts right because they're gonna bless you is that true come on so your attitudes got to get an attitude of faith are you ready you say well you keep asking me that yes okay let's bless them say father I thank you I have this opportunity this morning I can change circumstances I can change people I don't have to live under a curse and think under a curse I am blessing everyone who ever spoke a negative word against me I bless them in Jesus name I thank you Lord your hand is on them in miraculous ways you're working in powerful ways to turn circumstances around and this morning I repent of unforgiveness of negative attacking them from my mouth that's not going to be that's not going to be I don't make curses I know how to break them in Jesus name amen amen we bless those that curse us you can be seated now I feel led to do two or three just little quick things but I think they're very powerful for us this morning I want all the people who are under 30 to come up here everybody who's under 30 come up here now the next service is the young service but we got some young ones here come up here under 30 this is wonderful come on up God wants to bless you the Holy Spirit gave this to me for you come up here everybody under 30 and don't lie about your age now I want everyone to stand up balcony everyone down here we're going to impart a blessing to you because you're the destiny and future you're our destiny and future so we're gonna bless you this morning and I believe you're gonna have an Im oh we got some more oh forgive me now sorry now think about this there are probably 400 people standing behind you and they're gonna speak a blessing over you is that gonna work are you gonna have some unusual breakthroughs are you a miracle standing here this morning did God lead you to this service amen and so we're going to impart the blessing to them everyone extend your hands out there out there now get ready put your hand on your heart because you're gonna get attacked with the blessing everyone pray over these say father in the name of Jesus I send blessing over every one of these I thank you every one of these young people has a special destiny your hand is on them you have unusual miracles with their name on it I thank you today June 12th they are receiving a blessing that will go with them never leave them and I thank you for that wonderful destiny you have prepared with their name on it in Jesus name they receive amen hallelujah
Now stay here. I'm not through with you. Put your hand on your heart. You here. I'm going to have you pray. Say, I believe I have received a special blessing on June 12th. That blessing won't leave me. That blessing could go. It is so powerful to a thousand generations. I'm blessed. I will fulfill the destiny God has for me. I'll read my Bible. I'll pray. I'll hang out with Christians. And I love this church. I'll be here. I love these pastors. I'm called here, anointed here, planted here to be a blessing. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Let's clap for them as they're seated. You are called to be a blessing. Hey there, we are so excited. Oh my goodness, we're going to Dubai and Hungary in October, and we totally want you to come with us, not just for a vacation experience, because it's going to be, of course, super fun and lots and lots of tourist stuff, but we have some really important things for you to do to contribute and to minister. Mom, tell us a little bit more about this cool trip. Well, in Dubai, we have healing meetings, and I need you to come because the more hands we have to lay on the sick, the more miracles we'll see. And you don't just come just to see, you come to be used. And then, of course, we're going to Hungary. I've been to Hungary so many times, probably 15, 16 times to Budapest, and there you will see things you've never seen. And one of the largest churches in the world is there. And imagine you can be a part of seeing that and ministering in Hungary with us. You need to go. Everyone wants to know how to. How do you break the curse? How do you impart the blessing? How to is so important. And that's why I'm making my Imparting the Blessing series my special thank you for your gift of any amount this month. It's a three CD set of teachings in which I take you to the Word, show you how to break generational curses, and start generational legacy of blessings. Here's more information about this resource and how to get it. For a limited time, Marilyn Hickey's three CD teaching titled Imparting the Blessing is our special thank you for your gift of any amount. As you give, you'll be helping to make it possible to keep this kind of teaching coming to you and to your neighbors and friends. Imparting the Blessing will open your eyes to the reality of generational curses and reveal the very powerful, very biblical keys to living in the freedom and blessings Jesus died to bring us and show you how to extend that blessing to your family. It's yours right now when you simply call or go online and share a gift of any amount. And if you can plant a seed of $50 or more, we'll also send you Maryland's eye-opening book, which will take you even higher and deeper into this neglected subject. Finally, if you're able to share a gift of $1,000 or more, we want to express our thanks by sending you a beautifully framed noted page from Marilyn Hickey's Personal Study Bible. Be a vital part of all God is doing through these outreaches and share in the spiritual rewards for every life touched. As you give by phone or online, request these resources 
on breaking generational curses and get started establishing your own legacy of blessing today.